Coming up, we'll learn about what the Winchester Mystery House has planned for their unhinged spare experience this year. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day two of our 61-day Hauntathon. Today is Friday, September 2nd, and there are only 59 days until Halloween. Countdown to Halloween with us this season by visiting a different haunted house daily here on the show. We also have videos and even exclusive events. Links to everything are in the show notes. Today, the Winchester Mystery House took stage during Midsummer Scream to discuss their 2022 Halloween plans, and we're playing the presentation for you. After a two-year hiatus, Winchester Mystery House presents a new terrifying chapter, Unhinged, Nightshade's Curse. You'll hear all about it. In the first half of this presentation, the team explains the history of the house, and then they transition into the 2022 plans. So if you already know about the Winchester Mystery House, you could skip through to that explanation about this season. Enjoy. Few locations in the world rival the legend and lore of the Winchester Mystery House, located in the San Francisco Bay Area. As preparations are underway for its spirited centennial celebration, we are thrilled to have some of its keepers of the iconic estate with us to share some of their exciting plans. Please welcome to the stage, Director of Marketing, Natalie Taylor, Director of Operations, Michael Taff, and General Manager, Walter Magnuson. Welcome. We're so happy you're here. And uh, I do have to mention that um, my son and my wife are sitting in the front, and he just lost his tooth about three minutes ago, right here. And he loves all things spooky, so I think that's a good omen, hopefully. But uh, welcome. We're so excited to be here. We're so happy that you are all here, and uh, we have a lot of awesome things to take you through today. Um, Winchester Mystery House, I, I'm hoping every hand goes up. How many people have been to Winchester Mystery House? Oh my gosh, look at this. Wait, there's a few, it's mostly in the middle here. Uh-oh, all right, well. We're gonna play a quick video for them, actually. Yes, let's kick it off with oversight. that. Video one. Oh yes, please. In this hall, there are hundreds of doors. Doors that bridge this world and the next. Doors that unlock a grieving widow's secrets. Doors to what has been hidden for over 100 years. Doors that open only to those brave enough to wander through these dark halls to unlock the mystery. Nice. Well, I think, as most of you know, our story begins, unfortunately, with Sarah Winchester's passing. And uh, this year marks the 100th anniversary of her passing. Uh, she passed September 5th, 1922. But um, even before her passing, there were, were a lot of stories in the media speculating and just very, very curious. And this is um, a story which uh, is from, I think, 1911 in the New York Times that talks about Sarah Winchester and that um, there were some odd things going on in this house and the spirit world was warning her. And we really find this fascinating because we have an ever-growing archive of things um, of Sarah Winchester's life and to see the stories and the way uh, she was talked about when she was alive before the house even opened for tours uh, is always um, very interesting to us. 
And as I mentioned, she did pass. And uh, you could see on the right some of the early stories about the way this house was constructed, which giant ant hill. I'm grateful that didn't really take on uh, resonance beyond that. But so she definitely did not always have the most um, favorable coverage in her lifetime. But we all think the world of her, and we really want to commemorate the 100th anniversary of her passing with a life celebration and something really, really focused on the special woman she was. So um, this year, we're putting together some really special ways to celebrate her, and we're gonna have some very uh, cool ways when you visit the house to really celebrate what an amazing woman she was. So we're still sort of finalizing that, but it'll be a very special tour. You'll get something very special when you come visit. And um, we also are working with, she was from New Haven, Connecticut. And if any of, and has anybody been to New Haven, Connecticut? Oh, look at that, that's awesome. It's so beautiful. And um, if you really are interested in learning more about Sarah Winchester and your travels ever take you near there, I would recommend visiting because it is the most beautiful location. There's so many things that are still there uh, that were from her time. Um, and it is her final resting place at Evergreen Cemetery. And it's an absolutely beautiful place. And they are also going to celebrate um, her, the 100th anniversary of her passing with a very special uh, ceremony in New Haven. And we're honored to take part in that. Um, and just to that point, in New Haven, she did, uh, she was very, very philanthropic, which a lot of folks don't really focus on. They more focus on some of the more eccentric qualities she had. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to keep track here. It's a ghost. I keep uh, not clicking it. I can talk forward. quick, but not that quick. Um, but her philanthropic, we're hoping with the 100th anniversary that we can really focus on a lot of her philanthropic efforts because they're really beautiful, including the founding of a hospital in her husband's name, uh, which is still there, and it's now part of Yale. Um, so a lot of folks don't know that, but I think very, very special. Now would be the time. Okay, good. <laughs> so... Um, Daytime, we'll be having the tours with some very special remembrances of Sarah. And at night, we have invited back James von Prague. Does everyone know who James von Prague is? Um, he is a medium who really, really, really loves the Winchester Mystery House. And we're honored that he's going to come back and actually do a very special uh, seance and tour in the evening hours. The Sweet slides Jesus. just keep advancing, and I click them back. I'm sorry. I wish James von Prague were here. Yeah, he could something's watching He could us. exercise whatever is wrong with that clicker. <laughs> so this will be a very, very, the last time James were there, he not only um, felt Sarah's presence, but also a number of other uh, people that may or may not still be there and shared um, a lot of details, and I found that fascinating, including the children and the fact that seances were in the witch's cap and a lot of different things, so I, I can't wait. So this will all be September 5th. We're making jokes about spirits, but um, you know, James did see quite a lot when he came um, back in, I think, 2016 was the last time he came to Winchester. So we're really excited. He's kind of coming out of semi-retirement to do this event for us on September 5th. Um, so details about that will be on our website soon. Um, it will be very limited and very VIP, but exciting opportunity for those that are interested to come out and 
you know, try to connect with Sarah. <laughs> I'm not even touching it. Um, this goes back to spirits, right? So um, one of the things that we hear a lot is, you know, we've been doing our mansion tour for over 100 years. Um, the daily mansion tour really focuses on... Can you help me? <laughs> um, focuses on... The is becoming comical um, on the house itself and the oddities they're in uh, Sarah's story you know how she came to be in San Jose but one of the things we don't really talk about is the background of spiritualism and the Victorian era and how you know this idea that Sarah may have believed that the spirits were haunting her because of um, you know the Winchester rifle, she was sort of seen in modern day as sort of being an eccentric of type. But really, when you look back at the Victorian era and her time, um, spiritualism was a very big movement. Uh, my husband's trying to do tech. Thanks, babe. <laughs> um, it was a huge movement in the late 1800s, the American spiritualism movement. Um, you know, the Victorian era is where you get a lot of traditions that are around death and mourning, including the wake, um, the Victorian uh, dress, and that black veil that Sarah wore throughout her life came out of that time frame. And so this year, we're really excited to launch this new tour called Walk With Spirits. And if uh, we could play the video for that, that would be amazing. Winchester Mystery House invites you to step back in time and walk in the footsteps of a grieving widow. Burdened by the complicated rituals of mourning in the Victorian era, would she have sought solace from beyond the veil? For over 100 years, this house and the woman who built it have been caught somewhere between this world and the next. For a limited time, the all-new Walk with Spirits tour at Winchester Mystery House will challenge beliefs, pursue the paranormal, and try to unravel the mystery. Tickets available now at winchestermysteryhouse.com. Thank you. So what's, what's exciting about this is that, again, we haven't really had a daily tour. We've done some Friday the 13th flashlight tours. We, of course, do a Halloween show. But we haven't offered this for our daily guests. And so this is a tour that could be done on its own. You can come and just do the Walk with Spirits tour, or you can combine it with our daily mansion tour. And um, the feedback, we've just launched it this month, uh, July 7th, and the feedback we've gotten from our guests has been overwhelmingly positive. They're really interested in that spiritualism movement. There's um, an opportunity to sort of demonstrate what it would have been like to do a Victorian seance. Um, so again, you know, something to consider coming to, now it's not forwarding at all. <laughs> Go to the next slide. Oh, so I'm not using this anymore? Oh, thank God. Um, so, 
so yeah, we're really excited about this tour. We hope um, if you are up in the area, you consider coming and seeing that different part of the house. You get to go on the third floor, which is uh, purportedly the most haunted area of the house, as well as the basement, and maybe see our very famous wheelbarrow ghost. Next slide. This is you, boss. Hello again. So as we look back on the last hundred years, I'm always taken with uh, all of the ways that Winchester Mystery House has seemed to inspire, you know, creative types. And it's always fascinating to me um, to take a look at all of those things and sort of, you know, Disney's Haunted Mansion is a great example, but there's so many other things that um, it's amazing. And we sort of put that all together in one nice sizzle, which I hope is next. Yes. We'll rehearse next time. From Wayne Gacy's Ranch House, Briarcliff Manor, Winchester Mystery House. Are you familiar with the Winchester House? In San Jose, California, stands one of the largest and most bizarre private residences in the United States. Hi, how you doing? I'm Jason from Tabs. Nice to meet you, Jason. Hi. Welcome to the Winchester Mystery House. Nice, this place is incredible. Can we get a tour? Definitely, come on. It's gargantuan seven-storied structure with no apparent rhyme or reason. Closets with no space for storage and stairways that lead to the ceiling. There are doors that open to 12-foot drops. House of endless hallways, winding stairways, Sarah Winchester came from a family of rifle makers. Winchester rifles. Legend has it that um, because she inherited her fortune from the Winchester rifle, that the spirits of souls killed by that rifle were haunting her family and cursing it and causing all these tragedies like her husband's death, her baby daughter's death. What she decided was that she would never be done building the house and therefore she would never die. And so what I liked about it was the idea of a house that starts to build itself. This house was built at a time where there was nothing around here. And in the middle of this starts appearing this extraordinary construction. And that starts with ceasing work on the Winchester Mystery House here. What if it was built as a giant puzzle, one that protects a vast treasure that still lies hidden behind one of the house's hundreds of walls? The dreams and the construction stopped when Mrs. Winchester died on September 5th, 1922. I can't stop thinking about this location. So ladies and gentlemen, we are returning to the Winchester Mystery House. All houses wherein men have lived and died are haunted houses. There's more than secret passageways here. There's secret spiritual portals. Do you believe in ghosts, Dr. Price? Did you just hear that? Wait, was that a child's scream? Yeah, that was... I heard that too. In case any of you needed a reminder, this place is a twisting nightmare. That's just a hallway. Shut it up. I, <laughs> I called out, who's up there? And, and no one answered. Doors have closed on me just randomly, opened on me randomly, windows have shut. No, I can't move! It's behind me, right. Jay. I just heard it. It's a wonderful place, wonderful people, and you guys have made it delightful for us being out here. Bay Area Light. Believe it or not. Ghost Adventures on this episode of Ghost Hunters on the season premiere of BuzzFeed and Solve.
Yeah, we are very, very lucky how many people are interested and inspired by this house. Um, we continue to host film crews um, almost monthly. There'll be some new shows that you'll see this fall. Um, the next month or so gets very busy because everyone wants to come in the fall to film. Um, but, you know, we'll continue past our 100-year anniversary of just getting more and more of these types of uh, film crews, uh, and inspiring people about, um, you know, inspiring people. But I know you guys are all here for one thing, and that's Halloween, so I'm going to kick it over to Michael to talk all things Halloween. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so those of you who have followed us, you know, the past couple of years, we've tried a number of different things with Halloween just through the pandemic. And um, this year, I'm very happy to say that we're kind of getting back to our, our roots. Um, a lot of feedback we've gotten from our guests is that they want us to go back to being scary. You know, we have a very cool, real haunted house in a sense, um, which is pretty cool. So we're not building that thing from scratch. So uh, we are announcing the return of Unhinged, which is one of our more popular shows that we produced back in 2019, um, with this year's uh, label being Nightshade's Curse. And to help me tell you more about this year's show, let me bring to the stage Mr. Scott Levkoff. Mark Strait and Ron Hale. And a little plug, Mark and Ron have a very cool haunt in the Hall of Shadows this year, so go check it out when you're done. Um, <laughs> let me give you... Sorry. No, that's in there. You can share. COVID safety. Yes. Oh. All right. You uh, tell me. Next. I'll tell Natalie. Natalie will tell okay. him. Next slide. Next slide. Next. So this year we're bringing back, uh, we're bringing back some classic characters and some all new ones. Um, those of you again who are familiar with the show, uh, we have our wonderful wheelbarrow ghost who's been a staple of the house since Sarah's passing back in 1922. Uh, we have our bride, uh, the swamp hag Edna. Uh, next slide. No, uh, little Annie, headless Helena, and the caretaker. Um, so we're bringing back a number of characters that we've used over the years, both in the Unhinged show and previous shows, um, kind of playing to our history a little bit with this year, and a bunch of new characters as well. Uh, the story is a whole new story, and we're doing both a really cool outdoor and indoor show. So we'll be able to we'll entertain you and give you lots of fun entertainment and shows and games to play before you head into the house. And we're trying some new things with the house as well. For the first time, we'll have two routes. So you'll be able to not necessarily pick, but we'll pick for you. But you'll split off um, on your routes through the house and we're making much more use of the house than we ever have in the past. And again, this show, if you want scary, bring your Depends because <laughs> my goal is to to make it as scary as possible this year. And we're working with a lot of great partners uh, to really bring this show to life. Uh, we're producing it in-house, but we have a lot of local talent, uh, some other area talent, um, including um, Chris and Gina from Hollywood Haunters uh, that are helping us out building some things down here. You may have seen them on YouTube showing off their wares. Mark and Ron are building us some items, and Scott is gonna be producing our, our outdoor show as well. So. Um, 
The biggest new character this year and the namesake of our show is Madam Nightshade. Next slide. So to tell you more about Madam Nightshade and how she has come to the house and become the key feature of this show, let me kick it over to Scott. Oh, hey, thank you. I just want to say thank you, Natalie, Walter, Michael, Sarah, Winchester, for being here. It's, I'm really thrilled, really honored. This is also secret. This is my first horror convention. Can you believe it? I'm always working. I've been in showbiz my whole life, so I'm always producing shows. I've always wanted to come to one of these, so I just can't believe all the enthusiasm and craft, and it's fantastic. I'm just, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's so great. So I'm so excited to be um, invited to create content, immersive content. I've been working on, next slide, please. I've been working in San Francisco for um, 30 plus years as an immersive event producer, designer, and um, as uh, fate would have it, my mother was a spirit medium. So I grew up with the Spirit Channel, and um, it gave me a very strange, unusual, unique perspective on life. And of course, I found out about the Winchester House at a young age, and I was very curious to kind of corroborate any kind of information or reality around what I experienced as a kid, which I didn't tell anybody. Because, you know, I was, all, I was like a lonely, gloomy, lonely child reading weird fiction and Lovecraft, like in middle school. So, you know, of course, I was bullied. I'm like, I'm, it was a secret of mine. So being here now to celebrate her life and to celebrate the, the realm of the spirits and the tradition, which I very much um, respect, is just really is such a great honor. Um, so next slide, please. So I started doing spooky productions many years ago. Um, there's a tradition in America called spook shows, right? They've been around, they were around for decades. And um, they basically, magicians would found a good dime in producing midnight shows right before spooky um, films. And um, I'm really interested in exploring and celebrating other traditions such as the medicine show. Next slide, please. Oh, right, well, um, yeah, so exploring traditions such as medicine shows, the spook shows, um, and of course exploring the, the movement of the spiritualists and the mediums, which, you know, in one hand, as I experience, is a very real very real phenomenon. And on the other hand, it was absolutely a business. So what we are doing brings us to Unhinged, Nightshade's Curse. So I'm producing Madame Nightshade's Spirit Carnival, which takes place on the grounds of the Winchester and positions um, Mrs. Nightshade, Madame Nightshade herself, this very intense, mysterious um, figure that's obsessed with contacting, collaborating, and commanding the spirit world. So she does this several times nightly with the help of the audience and an attempt to open and bridge the worlds. Um, next slide. So here you can see some influences, medicine shows, uh, weird tales. I just love these little pulp, pulp stories and weird tales, astounding tales when I was a kid. And here's, a, here's one of Silkini's spook show posters. This is probably from the, from the 50s or 60s. Next, please. And here we see Madame Nightshade herself commanding the infernal spirit machine. It's this bit of kind of weird, spooky technology that she's developed in an attempt to further open the, the abyss between the worlds. Next slide. Here we see some, uh, some old periodicals that we found from the late 40s. Next slide. And here we see the, uh, the spirit carnival, Madame Nightshade's commanding the spirits with the help of the infernal spirit machine, the guests all join in, everybody's invited to join in in this seance and bring through a host of phantasms that will then lure the guests into their house 
and to their doom. <laughs> Next slide, please. There we go, we see some, uh, see the Infernal Spirit Machine actually goes way back, back to the 40s. We found one actual working machine. You can see we found some schematics here and some artistic interpretations of the phantasms coming through into this world. And I think that, I think that does it for us. Next slide. Oh, there we go, okay. Can you really see that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can see that very dope. Uh, so putting together a show of this magnitude takes a lot of work, and we started working on this really right after, on the heels of last year's show ending, um, knowing that we wanted to do something bigger and better and kind of try some new things. Uh, the show really starts, you know, oddly enough, not, without, not with a story, but with a route. I think kind of a loose idea of what we have to do in our, in, in our heads. But uh, kind of route through the house, so this kind of gives you an idea. I mean, we're talking about a 25,000 square foot house over four different levels that we have to traverse through. And with, with this year doing two routes, we couldn't have those routes intertwine or combine or meet. So that alone took the better part of you know, a month just kind of figuring out and fighting over what spaces we wanted to use and not use and how we're going to get people here and there and entering this way and exiting that way. So. Um, that's been a big challenge, but you know, once we did that, then we kind of put the bones of the story together and just kind of built it from that. So uh, the story's evolved quite a bit over the past several months. Um, but again, I'm super, super excited to, to, uh, for what we're doing this year. Next slide, because I forgot what that was. Oh, look at that. Um, and here's a nice little uh, concept art piece of one of the scenes that you will see in this year's show. Uh, our lovely taxidermist who is making some things for you to experience on your trip. And to talk more about the show inside the house, our masters of FX and props and all things haunt, Mark and Ron. I'll take that. Yeah. Masters, I, li I like it. I'm gonna make the, the kids at the haunt call us Master, Master Ron and Master Mark, I like oh, it. Sorry guys. <laughs> Um, thank you. Uh, and to echo what Scott said, you know, such a pleasure to be back with Winchester for our second year there um, and, and bringing it a, a creepier, scarier version um, is, is just so exciting. And the, the fact of being able to work in the house um, and basically start off as home haunters and grow and grow and grow to the point where we're getting a chance to work with this amazing team and, and the, the history. And this amazing place. And the amazing place. Absolutely. Um, so as, as Michael said, one of the, the inspirations this year, and, and Scott, um, the spirit machine and the spirit tonic is driving uh, all kinds of crazy things to bring an already creepy haunted house to an even scarier level. Um, and, and one of the earlier scenes actually within the, 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 the uh, mazes this year. So I think we've got a few more. Oh. There was just a, us, that, that was a slide of us and where we came from and doing home haunts until we started doing zoo productions and museums and ultimately our, our goal was to be here at the Winchester because we've always loved it. And uh, it, there are challenges working in the house because it is a historical location and you can't just, you know, drill a stud here to mount a light. You got to work about around preserving the house and it comes with huge challenges. This is a nice slide of the before and after. Uh, we worked with the house last year, and our whole goal last year was to make the house come to life. 
this year. It's also going to come to life, but with a whole bunch more frightening characters involved as well. So this was the uh, attic, and you can see the before is the the more brown slide. That's pretty. That's the way it looks. But then we had to put an infinity mirror in there and make it come to life. And so that was one of the awesome and spooky things. In fact, we're bringing that effect back this year, I think, aren't we? Yeah. So, so. With a twist. With a twist. You always with a twist. Do we have another slide? Yep. Yeah. There we go. So there's some more. Uh, that's a great example of the one with the mirror in it because we had to uh, extend hallways, but we had to extend them to look like the house used to. So we had to use lath and plaster walls and historic wood. Uh, to not from the house, but from other places, <laughs> to extend the, the hall and uh, make it fit right in. Uh, the other slide there is a prime example of us bringing the house to life because that is the furnace, but uh, it's hard to see there, but the, the pipes burst and scare the tar out of everyone as they're walking by that furnace, and so that's a piece of the house that we had to bring to life. So it was a lot of fun. Last year it's going to be even more fun this year because we've got twice the path to work with. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun to be able to take, you know, existing architecture and then try to match it um, and hide things in plain sight. I think uh, last year in the first week of setup, we had made a bunch of modifications to the basement that's there on the right and uh, to the kitchen, one of the kitchens. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, we told Michael, hey, let's go see what we're doing. And he, he didn't realize we had done anything, which is exactly what we wanted. So that things just blend right in um, until they until they don't. It was great. We worked yeah. for hours, and then Michael came in the room and said, well, you didn't do anything. I don't <laughs> see anything here. And then we turned the effect on, and he was shocked yeah, that so. we blended it in so seamlessly that a guy who works there every day didn't even know what we did. So, Yeah, tour guides were telling us all the time, those walls on the left, that they kept walking past them thinking, something seems different in these rooms. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's 20 extra feet of wall in these rooms that you normally don't have to walk around people. So uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to do and, and challenging uh, working with the tours going through the house, obviously. Um, very minimal amount of work can happen during the day. At night, we spend um, all night all in the night. house working, uh, which is spectacular. For anybody that's at a haunt convention, you can just, you know, let your imaginations run because it's really... Imagine you're completely <laughs> alone in the entire it's, house and it's pitch it's dark. really amazing. <laughs> so it's been a pleasure to do. Um, and the house does have its own personality for sure. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Doors that are closing that you, no one was in those rooms. You hear the floorboards creaking like people are following you. You get used to it. In fact, a lot of the texts that we would use uh, when we were up there were talking frequently to the ghosts around them, especially yeah. the wheelbarrow ghost in the basement. He made a lot of noise. I think we have one more slide. I, yeah, more I think slide? we did have another slide of the... Oh, oh, oh that no. one's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I think what makes our job, uh, my job as a marketer, so exciting is that we have found these amazing partners that are super respectful of Sarah's house and our tour department and our daytime tour guests to their point. You know, they work uh, in the evening because we are running a full daytime tour operation. So the starting August, September, October, the operations and tours department are not only, um, you know, managing a couple hundred guests a day, but also, you know, helping these guys do all of the install at night. Um, and just, again, we're very excited to bring back this show. It was very popular in 2019, unfortunately, uh, with the pandemic. We weren't able to bring it back at the level we wanted to. Um, and so this year, 
we are so excited to be able to really invest not just in the tech, but also in the actors and storyline and the outdoor experience for guests. So the if you do come, please think bigger than just an hour-long tour. This is a couple of hours of experience on the estate, um, spend time in the Midway, uh, for Madam Nightshade's show, outdoors, there'll be food, drinks, all that fun stuff, of course, and then uh, the walkthrough experience of Nightshade's Curse. And uh, I wouldn't be a marketer if I didn't throw out that um, I did use some in-house talent for our uh, video for the show this year. One of the characters is Little Mary, and um, she's in the front row. She's actually my daughter. So you got to use what you got, right? Um, so I will like to play a quick video just to show you guys a little sneak peek of what to expect for Unhinged Nightshade's Curse. I don't know what, uh, what kind of child labor laws we violated with <laughs> She worked Looks for uh, for some Roblox money, I think, is what it was. Um, <clears throat> we also do have, we were so grateful, we have this amazing artist that uh, is here at the show, Andy Scazzo, and he did all of these drawings of the characters, so my three kids are walking to the back. They have a copy for anybody that wants to grab one. There's a little card. I don't know why they're going in the back corners. Okay. <laughs> they're splitting up. There's three of them. They'll hand you out something. If you go to booth 789, Andy has graciously said he will sign it for you if you'd like. So that's a takeaway from us. Um, next slide. Really important stuff. Show starts September 30th, uh, runs for 13 nights. We're very excited. The website is winchesterunhinged.com. All the information is there. And next slide. And yeah, well, thank you so much for coming. We are here to answer any questions. And um, for all details, follow us on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram.
Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at HauntedAttractionNetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.